0: Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark.
1: Rolled up to my Chevrolet. I climbed down up inside. And I turned the key, but the old girl wouldn't start. She let out a whine so pitiful it nearly broke my heart.
2: Although I was a bit
1: concerned, I felt no need for panic. I picked up my telephone, I called up my mechanic. Now he came over right away, just like I knew he would. I want to jump for joy every time that boy gets his hands under my hood. I said, give me a man with
3: a... Welcome to Mark Salem's Under the Hood program. Mark will be with us uh, momentarily. Right, Mark?
4: <laughs> Sounds like Mark
3: Salem is retraining training for a beautiful show. Mark Salem will be with us momentarily for Under the Hood, Hour 2. So stand by. Mark Salem, are you there, sir? You're alive.
5: Yes, sir. I am, and I'm sorry. That's not Gil's fault. That's my fault. Nevertheless, thank you for spending time with us, and uh, thank you for calling in. We're, we're going to do another hour of car talk, so stay right there while I just write down where I've got to start and fix the problem. Nevertheless, 602 I want to tell you about S&S Tire real quick. You have a lot of places you can buy tires, but s and covers the west side really well. They're in Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They've been around a long time. And the two boys who have taken over the business, two men, I should say, that have Mm -hmm. taken over their business from their their father, Bob, are really great guys. They wouldn't be on my best car repair shop list if they weren't good, honest guys. So if you need tires, here's what you have available. Stop at an S&S. They'll look at your size. They'll give you three prices, good, better, best, And it's really low pressure, no pressure. Here's the information you need. And these are the three tires. So if you're going to turn in a car because of a lease, you might want the cheapest tires. But you might want the middle or you might want the high. So it's up to you. But S&S provides all that stuff as well as alignments. I'm I'm sorry. We just retrained. Okay. okay, let's bring Tom up. And Tom, how are you? What Mark, can I do how you for doing, you? Sir?
6: Good. Good. let so see. You I very called much. you a couple of weeks ago. I've got a '99 uh, Nissan van. The little uh, plastic nipples that comes from the uh, the heater core to the outside, one of them is broken. Open heart surgery to take the dash out and everything. I'm trying to uh, get another plastic nipple. Leave it inside there and my ten dollar question is should I try a plastic epoxy on it or would you be j and B. Wells? I'm an old J and B. Wells guy.
5: I am too. I am too. How what's the condition of the broken plastic pipe? What's the condition? Is it brittle?
6: Uh, it seems to be fine and I, I think what I me or someone else helping me had inadvertently done, you tighten the hoses. When the plastic nipples, if you use like a straight nut driver, you're okay. But you put a ratchet; you can put an amazing amount of yeah. torque. And I think I right. crushed it. Um, all That's the it. heater cores I look at say reuse the old ones, which leads me to believe they're serviceable. Your basic twenty-year-old deal.
5: I understand. I understand. Nipples. I think there's two. There's two possibilities here. I would use using some galvanized pipe. I would I would buy a variety of threaded galvanized pipe and I would see if I can comfortably thread those inside that nipple and I'd do that first and if it was a nice fit then JB weld it and yes that's what I would do. Now likewise if you've got enough of the outside of it showing you could use a female threaded coupler and go on to the outside of it with your jb weld and then you could thread your pipe into it and then you could slide your hose over a galvanized piece of half inch or three quarter inch pipe and tighten it up there now keep in mind we're going to hang a bunch of metal off the end of that that nipple so it would be something that i would want you to tape to something else for stability and keep in mind that the body moves separate than the engine So you've got some movement there that we still need some flexible. So I would probably take the hose and do a loop with it. At the end of our contraption, I would do a loop and then back to the motor. And then that loop would give us the flex that we need. But yes, I would either go inside that tube with JB Weld or outside. But I think a threaded component would give you a stronger seal than just JB Weld on two smooth surfaces, if that makes sense okay
6: all right i like your idea of that looping right. it to take the boat off because it is that any of that weight is going to be an enemy of it
5: yes yes righty. well good luck tom and and just call me back and let me know how we did how we did together okay thank you very much buddy you're up next how can i help you
1: thank you for taking my call i have a 2014 hyundai equis and uh, it's a great car really enjoy driving it however Uh, I had a slow leak in the tires when I, in one of the front tires, when I took it into the uh, tire shop, uh, the uh, car side of the tire, right at the edge of the tread, was worn right down to the wire, uh, to the steel, you know, uh, support, and uh, it it was on both front tires, and I asked the uh, tire shop uh, guy uh, what he thought caused that, he says that's the suspension, But I want to go back to my dealership and uh, have them address that issue. Do you have any idea what caused that beyond just a comment suspension?
5: Okay, so it's the driver's side tire, and it's the outside edge of the driver's side tire has worn down significantly to the steel.
1: Yes? Yeah, it's both front tires, and it's on the car side. And it's on the car side of the tire.
5: Okay, so it's on the inside edge of both front tires. Correct. Okay, good enough, good enough. How many miles are on it? Hello? Yeah, how many miles are on the uh, car you have?
1: Well, uh, uh, these, I replaced my tires once already, so uh, I got about uh, 3,000 miles. I think the tires have about, uh, the, uh, when it, this happened, had about uh, ten or 12,000 uh, miles on them.
5: No, no, I want to know how many miles the car has on it.
1: About 40,000.
5: Okay. That I I you know, if you had 120 I'd say ball joints, but at 40,000 I'm not going to say ball joints. Um I, I, anybody that's good with alignments is going to hook it up to the rack and see what's the matter with it. The fact that both tires are worn on the inside says that the top of the tire is too far in and the bottom of the tire is too far out. The question is is why? Now, sometimes we get people who drive by Braille and they kiss curbs on both sides and they bend the bottom in and the top out. I'm not saying that's you. I'm just saying that's possible. This also could be an alignment that went wrong. This also could be the collapse of the lower ball joints. This also could be a collapse of the upper strut mounts. But a good alignment guy is going to find out why we have too much negative camber, what caused the negative camber, and we need to get back to zero as opposed to a negative number. And so that's that's really the point. What part of town do you live in, if I can be so bold as to suggest somebody?
1: I, I'm out near uh, Carefree.
5: Oh, boy. I don't have anybody up north. I would go to Air Park Auto, which is on Range Street just east of Hayden. Um, yep. They're a very, very good shop. Okay. Um, and... But, but I don't have anybody in the carefree area. I apologize for that. Like, I don't have anybody. What's that other area way up north there on the west side of the, the, the uh, I-17 way west? I don't have anybody up there yeah. either. But um, I, Air Park Auto would be the closest one that I would trust that would treat you fairly and have the ability to fix the inside edge wear of both front tires. Okay. So thank, I, thank you very much. I could.
1: appreciate the suggestion.
3: Thank you, buddy. Thank you very much. Mark Salem will be back with us in just a moment.
5: All righty. And and actually, um, I'm gonna retrain Gil and drop down to sixteen eight because we're having problems above that. So just stand by.
3: Okay, while Mark retrains, um, we'll stand by for Lloyd, who will be next when Mark Salem comes back momentarily. We'll sing Under the Hood, hour two, with Mark Salem on KKNT nine sixty the Patriot. Mark Salem will be with us. I'll be back with us really short, shortly. I got you. Go ahead, Mark.
5: Okay. All right. I'm sorry about this, folks. Gil, I'm still stuck at 19.2, so I'm going to drop to 16.8 at the next break. I'm going to try to do another rate drop, and if not, we'll just disconnect and start fresh. Let's go to the Lloyd. Lloyd is up next. Lloyd, how can I help you today?
7: Hey, thanks, Mark. I've got a 2008 um, F-150, the passenger side window uh motor uh the the mechanism broke and I ordered a new uh a new full mechanism and and it was the wrong one send it back bought another one and, and and it looked everything looked good, put it together, uh put put the door back together and everything works except when I push the the window to go up it goes down. When I push it down it goes up.
5: Okay. Um more than likely, you switch polarity between the motor and the switch. So uh, th- we're just switching positive and negative. Did you have to wh- cut any of the connectors out and hook the wires up?
8: I, I haven't tried that.
5: Okay. Well, I'm going to guess that that's what's happened. We've just reversed the polarity between the switch and the motor. So the motor only has two wires, power and ground, and all we're doing is flip-flopping those two wires. So we flip-flop left, and it goes up, and we flip-flop right, and it goes down. And so okay. I would think that pulling the door panel off and swapping those two wires would take care of your problem. So
7: Okay, that's that's great. That sounds easy. I think I can handle
5: that. All righty. Well, good luck, Lloyd. Let me know how that works for you. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Thank you very okay. much.
8: Okay. Thank,
5: thank you, Brian. You're welcome, sir. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. We're gonna take a break right now and we'll be back in about three minutes, three and a half minutes.
0: Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station?
1: That's easy. Intelligent Talk. 960
9: The Patriot. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101.
10: They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of.
0: They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical.
1: At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live.
0: Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude. And our patients come from all over the world.
2: When we come here, they told me don't worry, everything's being taken care of. We can never repay Saint Jude for what they've given us.
1: Because of you.
2: Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you,
1: you. There is St. Jude.
0: If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station.
5: Welcome back everybody, Um, I am a car repair technician, I am an auto mechanic, but sometimes this radio electronics just drives me crazy, but it's all my fault, it has nothing to do with Gill or KKNT, but I think we've locked up good, and I think we're going to be able to pull a segment off without any problems, but let's just do this, let's go to Steve. Steve, thank you for holding as long as you have, how can I help you?
8: Hey, good morning and uh, happy new year to you and your crew. And uh, Thank you. I'm Steve. I'm Steve, the former Seven Three Power Stroke uh, guru, and your son Alan kind of redirected me in the correct um, hauler to haul my big fifth wheel with. But my only dilemma uh-huh. is with my 2012 Dodge Ram 3500 dually. I'm looking all through the owner's manual because I would live and breathe scanning the pyrometer and EGT gauge on my poor power stroke, not to overheat it, but I can't find those two gauges on this Dodge. What am I going to do?
5: Well, they, in order, <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be there. I know that I have a 2012 Dodge. Mine's a one ton with the Cummins five, six, seven, and I know that Alan put a separate gauge on for my pyrometer, and uh, I know that aluminum melted eleven hundred. I know that if I flirt with 12, 13, or 14, I'm not going to do it long. <laughs> and, and, um, and where you put the pyrometer sensor is a, is a big, huge discussion within our industry. Everybody has a different idea where it should be. What we have done is we have um, put lots of motors under uh, tremendous load, and then we're using a temperature gun to gun the hottest portion or the hottest runner of the exhaust manifold. And that's where we're putting the pyrometer. So we know that a sustained 1,400 degrees coming out of the back end of a a Cummins, a Ford, or a a Chevrolet, and I say sustained, we're climbing a hill that's going to take four minutes. Um, We're probably going to end up with a cooked motor at the top, if it even makes it to the top. But for short spurts, um, and I pull horse trailers, so I'm comparable to what you're doing, Um, for short spurts, you know, 11, 12, actually north of 12, 13 or 14 for short spurts, especially if my wife tells me to hurry up because she has to go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll kick it in the tail end a little bit faster. So I think you should call Alan. I think you should talk to him and see what he's got available. Another thing that we would do is scan your computer to see if that data is in there, and if it is, perhaps we could change that data and bring it out and give it to you. But I think he would have done that on my 12 had he found that. So I'm thinking Got he it. didn't, but he would be well, a good source. I, I would,
8: yeah. And I was being sarcastic when I was saying that I was looking for those two gauges in the owner's manual, because I know, you know, I know that it, it doesn't have that and it. And it's not <laughs> the, the type of motor that you have to consistently watch. Like, uh, um, like my power strokes. I'm very, very pleased with, uh, with this truck it's just that i went from the 1 ton dually 2 wheel drive to i think it's a very similar to your truck which is the 1 ton dually 67 uh 4 wheel drive crew cab and I'm re- really yeah. pleased with the with the truck uh,
5: it seems to be well, uh, a towing beast well i um i'm going to tell you i've been a chevrolet guy all my life and this my dodge 1 ton dually um Because the Statue of Limitations is over with by now, I want to tell you that I've been in many places at many times where we're climbing hills, and I could have a trailer with a bobcat on the back. I could have a trailer with four horses in it. I could be loaded up to the gills, and I can outrun anybody else. My truck will just stand up on its hind legs and fly enough to where my wife is carrying a stun gun now when she travels with me so that she can get my attention quickly for being stupid. But in spite of my advanced age, I really do like the power that I have in that Dodge, and I'm quite sure you will too. So thank you for your call. Thank you very much. Okay, hold on. Um, what do you say, Renee? The
1: Statue of Limitations. Wasn't that last night? I don't think that...
5: <laughs> you know, you can just sit there and be quiet as far as I'm concerned, but you're right. It was last night. You'll remember that, that, that Ford was running up the hill. We were running empty, and he was running and empty. And he
1: was screaming, I want to race, I want to race. No, he didn't scream. I couldn't see that. It was tele... You could, yeah. It's telepathic. Oh, I got okay? it. Okay? Okay. And, and
5: I hung back for a long time, and, and then I thought, I'm just... I'll get close to him, to let him know I could track him down any time I want. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he decided that he want he had a little bit of throttle left. But the bottom line is, the guy at the top of the hill was the my truck and not his truck, okay? Okay. <laughs> Come on now. All you're going to do is get me in trouble with our our people. Steve, thank you very much. We're leaving that alone right now, buddy. Ray, Ray, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, I've got a 2000 Solera that I want to put larger tires on
12: and get a little more ground clearance. i got a hump at the okay. end of my driveway that uh, unfortunately can't be removed. And getting the Speedo back to uh, accurate is the big question.
5: Oh, boy. that that I don't think you're going to be able to do that. But I, I can tell you what I have to offer you for free. First of okay. all, I want to tell you that if you, if you get a bigger tire, half of the height difference is on the top of the tire, and half of the height difference is on the bottom of the tire. So let me explain that. If, yeah. Let's pretend that you found a tire that was four inches higher, taller than the ones you have. That's two inches on the top and two inches at the bottom. So you're not going to get four inches of clearance. You're going to get two inches, half of the overall height. As far as the speedometer is concerned, my son has a computer system that will take the old tire, and then put a new tire, and it will reprint the door sticker for you, and it will tell you exactly what your new inflations are, proper, properly loaded. Your car's properly loaded. Number two, it will also give you the discrepancy on the fuel on the mileage. So I don't think we can do a 2000 because you might as well be in Fred Flintstone time compared to the 2018s we're working on now. So I, yeah, I'm not I, being... all
12: the new stuff's all digital. But, uh, well, and here's the deal. The ones, On the new stuff, can we can switch out the gear that uh, fed the cable to the Speedo.
5: No, no, there is, there is no more of that. There's an electronic sensor in the, in the transmission, but here's the deal. On the newer ones, we can go in the back door to the ABS module, and a lot of times we can change the tire size, but don't tell anybody, Okay
2: so okay. that 's
5: what typically happens on a newer model car, but your car doesn 't fall into the newer model car arena but it 's okay though yeah it 's in between but okay, <laughs> yeah, in between. It, but, but here 's the deal if it's, it 's really and truly the, the the diameter of the tire times pi two point one four is the circumference, and i 'm willing to bet your circumference is going to be kind of minimal so i 'm thinking it 's going to be one or two miles a gallon one or two miles difference one way or the other here 's the deal. You're not gonna be able to put down on your title that this is the exact mileage, but you can explain it to the next person I put bigger tires on it now, the other thing you could do is is you could have the springs checked because if there's a sagging in your eighteen year old car then it might be more money than for tires, but certainly we can hang new springs on there and raise that thing up
12: uh, or I bought, you could just I bought or, it really cheap it's got two hundred and sixty thousand on it and the first thing i had to do was put uh, four new struts and uh, a pair of rotors and pads on it
5: (laughs) okay but here's the deal did you put struts or did you put the spring the uh, complete spring assembly with the strut in it? complete assembly okay then I, i then you've covered the bases so i'm i agree if you still need you got two choices um, either you can lose some weight, so you're not scraping up over that, and I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing you. But the other option is, is to get the tires like you said. So, And if you need help, I know that my son, Alan, will reprint your sticker for you for free. It doesn't take long, and we offer that as just, you know, here you go. So, yeah, anyway, um, thank you very much. Go ahead.
12: 60 miles from Payson.
5: No, 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 no. Um, we're at Warner and I-10. Yeah. we're at Warner Mountain yeah, in South Tempisa. That's a oh, you're in Payson round trip. Yeah.
12: Oh. Oh. Okay. You're yeah. In it's Payson. 93 Payson miles from Payson from my house round trip for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
5: Um, yeah. It's 93 miles from Star Valley to our shop. Um, it's uh-huh. 93 miles. Yeah. And so that's Where a 200 miles. Where are you located? Miles. Yeah, he's here. Oh. Okay. He's here. So anyway, no, those I'm, are your shops. I don't know anybody in town that can do it, but I got to go. We'll be back.
9: Would you know what to do if you encounter a wrong-way driver? Let's hope you never find out. But if you ever do see a wrong-way driver coming at you, slow down, safely steer away, and get off the roadway. At night, drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead and around you. And if you see a sign warning of a wrong-way driver, safely move toward and take the next freeway exit on the right. Drive aware. Get there. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station...
10: Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
2: Understanding trouble, have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden sudden confusion, confusion, confusion,
10: trouble trouble speaking or or understanding understanding someone?
2: someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke.
10: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm or leg.
2: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
10: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance.
2: Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
10: If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own.
2: It's late until wait. Don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late.
10: Time lost is brain lost.
2: Find out more at power Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
10: A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you, and we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you.
1: Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park.
9: Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket.
1: The rocket launched into the air.
9: And then crashed into the pond.
1: I'll never forget that day.
9: I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that. Day.
5: Welcome back, everybody, 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We've got 30 minutes left, or actually 25 minutes left to the show. We've only got two callers, so now's your chance. Jump in, 602 508 602 We're going to go to Larry. Larry, thank you for holding. How can I help you today?
13: Hi. Good morning, Mark. Hello? Good morning. Hi, uh, yes, sir. Go I... right ahead. Yes, I've got a uh, 05 Altima and a 02 CRV. And they both have the same problem, along with half the cars in the grocery store parking lot. Uh, they have foggy headlights, yes. and I go I go wash the car, it looks great for about a minute and a half, and then as soon as I dry it, one minute later, it's cloudy again, and I, I notice half the cars that are 10, 15 years old have the same problem.
5: Okay, I have an answer for you. You have two choices. Um, You can go buy these little wet wipes at the auto parts store, and uh, you can wipe your headlights off, and that will return some of the shiny and luster to them. But if you want something that's far more permanent, then um, I'll give you an example. 3M makes a kit that costs me $2,000, and the kit comes with a variety of polishers and cleaners and all this kind of stuff. And so I know other shops have these, and I can tell you that we charge eighty nine dollars mm-hmm. for two headlights. We bring them back to brand new specifications, and if you don't like it, you don't have to pay for it. And oh. ours are lasting between a year and a half and three. Yeah. So the customers of ours say that that's what they're saying to us is is that the the they, the pristine look of it lasted for another year and a half before they began to sh- to shade up again. So it's a 3M compound. It's a 3M polish. And really and truly what we have to do is we have to mask, mask off all, both of your headlights and then it's a six- or a seven-part process. Yeah, it takes that, a while. And it takes a while. It's a mess, too. And, yeah, we have white uh, stuff on big polishers and buffers that flies all over everything. We're going to protect your car, but the shop looks like crazy afterwards. But nevertheless, my suggestion to be you to be is, is call around and see who has the 3M uh, headlight polishing. And I think we're all going to be in about the same dollar amount. And uh, and I would look for that. But you can also go to the auto parts store, and they they've got a variety of of uh, chemicals you can use. And but it's in my experience, none of them lasts longer than than 30 days yeah, or something yeah, like that. A little
4: more temporary.
5: Yeah, it's it's real temporary. Okay.
13: Well, my wife says if I worry about something like that, then then life must be good. So uh, <laughs> I guess there's a little more to life than I guess cloudy headlights, huh?
5: Well, and I think I think can we just talk between the two of us for a minute? Sure, no one's listening the path of least yeah no ones <laughs> the path of least resistance is the one you're
13: Wait a minute, Renee's listening, so all right, thank you. bye.
3: Mark Salem will be right back shortly. He's uh, retraining. He'll be back momentarily. Stand by. And, Dan, you're up next, so stay tuned. Hold on. You're listening to Under the Hood on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Mark Salem's um, taking your calls right now, 602-508-0960. Mark uh, is... um, doing a, a retrain on his system, and uh, he'll be back on the air momentarily. Dan, stay with us. You're up next. Listening to Under the Hood with Mark Salem. Mark Salem will be back on the air momentarily as um, he's um, calling in right now on his system and um, we're taking your call 602-508-0960. I'm Gil, the engineer and uh, Mark Salem will be with you momentarily.
5: Okay. Folks, I'm sorry about that, um, but for whatever reason, we're just having technical problems, and I accept full responsibility for that. Um, I'm going to go to Dan. Dan, thank you for holding. Anybody else? 602-508-0960. We've got some lines open, but we're going to be done with the show in 20 minutes. So if you want to grab it quick, Dan, how can I help you?
4: Uh, yes. Um, I have a uh, 2003 Grand Caravan with about 95,000 miles on it, and it's getting old, but I'm wanting to keep it, and it's running good. And I'm trying to find a place that can fix uh, the elect- uh, automatic doors on it. I've had it to the dealer, and they put some grease all over the place, and it didn't help. And and uh, had a couple little minor shops, and they just oil some stuff. It doesn't seem to work. So I was wanting to know. Okay. Uh, who would you? Who would you? Let me ask in? you
5: some symptoms. Okay, I I want to ask you some symptoms first. So the automatic door locks. Um are you are you activating the automatic door locks with a key fob or something like that?
4: No, it's not the door locks, it's the automatic doors, uh, the motor driven doors, the on
5: the on the sliding
4: yeah. doors and the and the hatch. Okay. And,
5: okay, and okay. It, so we're talking cold, about sliding and, doors.
4: Yeah, when it's cold in the morning, they will unlatch and not roll or they will roll halfway or they will you know not work at all or uh, but when it warms, typically when it warms up or after I've used them three or four times, then they start working. So I'm I'm assuming it's lubrication
5: on internal stuff. Yeah, I I don't know that I would agree with you, but um it that that's a very difficult one to to diagnose. Let me ask you a question: When you manually open or close the door, how much effort does I have? Uh...
4: Uh, manually opening them, I can do it, but yet it feels a little little resistance to it. Are you still there?
3: Hello, Dan. I think uh, I think they stepped out for a moment. I'm going to take a break right now while they're um, taking care of their issue, and we'll get back to your question after the
0: break. The Seth and Chris Show, where it's principles and politics.
9: What is the liability to an Intel or an AMD if there was a major data breach? And they've known about it, what, for two years, evidently. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for telling us. Yeah. Thanks for the heads up. Something like that, just the scale of it, it tells you, it tells you something about how vulnerable civilization is just to flaws or bugs or hacks of technology.
0: Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot.
3: You need a plan as you get closer to retirement, a plan that will take you from where you are now to the retirement you've always dreamed about. The first step on that path is to tune in to Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8. Your host is Phyllis Sachs-Pilvinas. She's the founder of PSP and Associates. You only retire once, but Phyllis helps people retire every day. Don't miss Retire Financially Fit with Phyllis every Saturday morning at 8 on 960 The Patriot.
11: This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Iranian people have taken to the streets in the largest mass protest since 2009, demanding freedom and economic change. There simply is no bigger story in the world right now, and the media establishment ought to be covering it more extensively. There are several options available in the United States as we consider how to respond. We can assist the Saudis and the Arab states in providing satellite Wi-Fi services to the protesters who are currently blocked from using social media by the Iranian government. If the Iranian government attempts to brutally repress the protests in the style of the infamous Tiananmen Square crackdown in China, the United States should consider instituting a blockade. Individual trade sanctions are also a possibility. There are even reports that the United States has given the OK to Israel to assassinate General Soleimani, who is the commander of the Iranian Quds Force of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. Whatever action is taken, we must praise the decision of President Trump to support publicly the Iranian people in their effort to live in a country that is stable and offers them and their children a decent standard of life. I'm Hugh Hewitt. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot, we were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took.
9: Yes, I am a United States Marine. PFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call one 800 Marines? The few, the proud, the Marines.
5: Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're just going to go to Dan right off the bat. Dan, I'm really sorry about this. Um, hopefully we'll be able to do the next 20 minutes, okay? But I'm all ears. Go ahead with your question.
4: Okay. okay it's the the Dodge
5: Caravan with the uh, sliding okay. doors. Yeah. I I ha, we have a caravan as well. Uh, right. It's one of our customer shuttle buses and um, I think somebody really needs to go in and, and have you be their eyes and their ears and and let's do some testing. Um, I know that I would probably loop the circuit breaker, and I would give you a digital amp meter, and I would say, I want you to tell me what the amp draw is on open and close in the cold, or what the, the reading is, and what it is hot. So I, I would I would want you involved in this to help me determine. I'd also want to physically open and close the doors and feel what they're like. Um, what part of town do you live in?
4: West side, uh, the west side of
5: Goodyear. Okay. Um, I I I would feel very comfortable if you would call Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and in Indian School. I know Bob could help you with this. He's an old gray-haired guy. He's smarter than I am. He's really really good at what he does. Yeah. And I you I you know would...
1: what I was gonna say. It seems to me that we had a van like this and we had to actually reprogram the doors, which sounds weird, but
5: no, you're right. You're um, right.
1: So I don't know if it's you know his year or a little bit newer, but.
5: No no, you're right. I remember that then. The problem is is that wouldn't work ever.
1: Ever. Okay. Yeah,
5: and and he's he's okay when it's Hard hot, time, but not, yeah. not when it's cold. At and all. the reprogramming is is the computer had lost the ability to see the doors and we had to reestablish that connection. But you're right. But Dan that I would just go to Larry Harker's. I under and you need to look him in the eye and you say to him, Spray and grease all over this thing ain't working. I need a little more in depth for from that and yeah, tell me okay, what your shop, diagnostic charge is going to be. All
4: over you. Yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just—that's what I want you to tell him is we it, the spraying grease on it hasn't helped anything. So um, you know, what's your diagnostic charge? And and I would suggest that you have your wife or somebody follow you and leave it there with him because he's going to need it overnight, at least twice. So he's going to need it the next morning to run some tests on it and then do the work, and then he's going to want to check it the next morning, and I would suggest that that's in your best interest. But I can't possibly give you an estimate because I really don't know what it is. How many doors have you got, two on that, or you got one on well, each side or just one doors, on one side?
4: And, uh, and the hatch in the back is, had recently started acting up, and uh, okay. it actually had one of, the, one of the, the joints that hold the
5: mechanism popped out, so it's not even connected anymore. Okay. Um, this could also be some kind of a relay that we've worn out. This relay is substandard and it's passing on of 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 voltage to the components. So, like I said, Bob's a gray-haired guy. He, this is right up his alley. I'm 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 proud to send you there, but it's called Larry Harker's Auto. Thank you, Dan, for putting up with me for this whole time. I got to move on to Ray. Ray, you're up next. How can I help you? Jim, Jim, good morning. How can I help you? hi
7: jen or hi hi mark hi hi i want to thank you for being on the radio and for your intellect on automobiles i just have two quick questions uh one uh for years i went to a uh, auto repair shop here and surprised, and um i went up there a couple weeks ago to get an oil change and they had sold out i don't know anything about the new owners um one of the best things about uh, uh, a business is being able to trust them, and so I don't know yet if I do. Uh, so far so good. Uh, but I need uh, uh, some advice they they uh, want they noticed while they were doing the oil, the oil change that they I had a valve cover cover leak uh, leak and they went and, and uh, repaired that. And uh, they noticed at the time when they had the cover off that the spark plugs, which are original, I have a 2000 RAV4, and he said that the uh, mechanic said it's a really shot. And uh, so they replaced the spark plugs and the wiring to the spark plugs because they were cracked. And uh, I was quoted a price for the whole thing to be over a little over $300. But then when I paid the bill, he only charged me 250. And I was just okay. wondering if you thought that was a fair price.
5: Okay, um, let, let me comment real quick. First of all, there's lots of places that are selling right now, and in order to buy in order to buy my shop, and I'm not for sale, they're going to have to raise my prices because I'm giving it away for free. So right. they're going to have to raise my prices. there's been a lot of movement in that arena lots and lots of movement okay. so that's happening and so we have to start selling stuff in order to make the the like bill we have to start we have to raise the sales now keep in mind an auto repair shop keeps ten if he's lucky he keeps ten percent of of his gross as net oh. so he gets to, and then he pays four cents of that ten cents to Uncle Sam so really and truly we're working on six cents of every dollar as profit. So we have to raise and lower our prices based on our debt service. As far as their their job is concerned, I always overbid my work, always. It's a sin to be one cent over my estimate. My staff knows what kind of a volcano they'll happen when we bid 500 and we come in at 555. I don't put up with that somebody's going to eat the $55 it's going to be the tech or the service rider. so i'm impressed that they came in at 300 and i'm impressed that, that they they estimated them 300 and that they they charged you 250 i'm impressed how many miles has a car gun on it real quick uh
7: just turned 96000
5: and I like the spark plugs. I'm yeah. going to tell you right now, that says spark plugs to me. So valve cover gaskets and a full set of spark plugs and wires for $250, that is That is way cheap. Yeah. If you hadn't given me the $250, I'd have bet that at $500. So well, I'd have betted it at I, twice as much.
7: Yeah, I threw the credit card out right away when he said that, you know. Um, yeah. of, he wants to, he noticed that the hoses are corroding at the ends and that I have a small He's had a very small leak in the radiator. Now, this is all original equipment, 17 years old. So he he came up with a – his estimate was like 650 for a new radiator. Mine's
5: higher than that. Yeah, mine's higher than that. I agree that your hoses need to be replaced, your belts and your hoses, because my personal limit is eight years, 80,000 miles, and you're way past both of those. If he's got a radiator leak, now's the time to do it. There's going to be a savings of labor and a savings of flush and a savings of coolant. So, I agree, but my estimate's going to be twice as much as his. Uh, I don't know how he's doing that, but if he can pull that off, then God bless him and maybe he's doing he's he's sending some stuff out the door to keep the customers. maybe he's biting the bullet. I don't know the answer. I'm not uncomfortable with the prices and I'm not uncomfortable with what he said based on the mileage. so I'm pretty happy about that. I got to move on um, and we just talked to Jim and then we're going to go to Sam Sam, how can I help you?
14: Oh yeah, how you doing, Mark? Good, good. Um got an 08 Altima. It's my grandson's. He was driving it the other day and he said all of a sudden it started heating up on him and he just left our house. So he's only gone like a couple of miles. Um so, uh, you know, I told him, "Well, see if you can check the coolant and and the belt to see if this you know, belt is still on or whatever. This is like nine o'clock at night. And so he's out there with a flashlight looking and he said, well, the, the belt is on there, but it's not on right. It's, it's just loose. And, uh, so I, I said, all right, well, I'll, I'll drive down there. So we got down there and we looked at it with flashlights and the belt is in good condition, but I do not see any kind of, uh, tensioner on there anywhere i see the pulley for the alternator for the ac for the motor for the power steering but i don't see a pulley an idler pulley or a tensioner something's got to be there doesn't okay. it
5: well yeah there has to be an adjustment or a tensioner a spring loaded tensioner. so you're right about that i i can't picture this in my head But you're right about that. And if the belt is loose and it's not driving the water pump, then we hope he didn't drive it deep into an overheat, which is going to blow the head gaskets and cause engine damage. So in this particular case, you just have to. Now, when it's cold, you're going to be able to drive it with no cooling system for at least you know three, four, five blocks. That's no problem. So get it to where you need it to go. But we need a professional pair of eyes. And the question is, is why is the belt loose? What happened? And, frankly, us gray-haired guys aren't going to spend more than 15 or 20 minutes coming to that conclusion. It'll take longer to bid the work (laughs) than it does to diagnose the work. So Uh, if you have a shop close by, I'd take them.
14: Yeah, he said it sounded like he ran over something. Like he was driving and this thing was loose and it fell off and... Okay. I, I don't know. Well, that
5: would suggest that maybe the harmonic balancer came off the front of the crankshaft, and you better say your prayers tonight because the harmonic balancer can take the front of the crankshaft with it. It doesn't usually do that, but when it does, we're talking thousands of dollars worth of repair. If not, that's great because the harmonic balancer, just we put a new one on and we're done. Now, if it shed its outer shell, it's a two-piece. It's got a hub, then it's got a big band of rubber, and then it's got the, the pulley. If it sheds the pulley... Because the rubber dis- disintegrated, that's a great idea. Then all of a sudden we put a new harmonic balancer on it. Bingo, bingo, you're done. Your bill might be three hundred, depending on the cost of the balancer, three okay, or four hundred. You're looking I, at I, me kind I, of funny.
14: I still <laughs> see, I still see, you know, the harmonic, the the pulley, the serpentine belt pulley, the grooves and all that on the on the crankshaft, everything. But I don't okay, see well, where that uh, tensioner would go.
5: Okay. Well, I can't guess looking at your eyes. I I I don't know. I can tell you, like I said, I can tell you that most of us are going to be able to diagnose that in 15 minutes or less. But I I don't know. I, I obviously, if the belts loose, something's wrong. And I I suggest to you that you don't have the skills necessary to look at everything and know that it's lined up or where it's loose. Or but it it, it only takes three minutes for for master techs like me to look at it to know that it does have a tension or it doesn't or it's got an adjustable alternator that takes the tension on the on the whole system or something like that. So um, that's that's what we've got. For the rest of you, l- let me tell you that we've, um, and Tim, hang on right now. My email is mark at marksalem.com. If, I, if you have a question and I we screwed up the show because we kept dropping off. Then um, send me an email, mark at com, and give me your phone number, and I'll call you from my blocked cell, and we'll talk. So I'm going to offer you that right now. Tim, And uh, we out of beach quick, so tell me what you got, buddy.
14: All right, I got a uh, uh, Suburban, a Chevy 350, uh, blew a head gasket two years ago. I replaced it myself. Uh, everything was doing good. I decided to uh, put a new water pump on, did that. I got a new radiator. I put that in. Now I'm getting back pressure and it's blowing into my overflow. Uh, It's not leaking. It's
5: not coming out the exhaust. I don't have any water in my oil. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. We're not going to do this. This doesn't work um, because it's going to be one of the things that you just cited. It has to be. The only other possibility is, is that we have the ability to test the radiator cap. We look at the cap, and it says 14 pounds. So we then hook it to an attachment, and we put 14 pounds in it. It better hold. When we go 15 or 16, it has to bypass. So if you want a wild guess, go put a new stant radiator cap on it and see what happens. Otherwise, we have an internal combustion leak, or we have a thermostat that's stuck, or we have something that's causing the engine to overheat and the pressure to exceed the ability of the cap to contain it. So, I mean, you can tell me you've put everything new on it and everything else, but I'm going to tell you that one of the things that you've said is going to be wrong. So I would, if I were you, I'd put a cap on it first. Okay, um, strictly diesel is in North Phoenix. He's a new addition to our repair shop list, and he's he's a good one. He knows diesels really, really well. He knows service. He knows accessories. He knows diagnose diagnostics. He knows that, and he does both foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. Strictly Diesel Service and Repairs at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Phoenix. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5, and you can go to their website, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, and they sell parts online 24 hours a day on their website. So you can also see the information on them by going to MarkSalem.com, click on Best Car Repair Shops, and then click on Diesel. And strictly diesels information, and that goes for any of the shops on my list. Click on, go to MarkSalem.com, then you're going to click on um, uh, mechanical
12: best, tires. Oh, best, best yeah.
5: first, and then you're going to go to mechanical tires, general repair, paint and body, and diesel transmissions, and, and transmissions. Yes. And so you'll pick that, and then I'll tell you who the guys are in your particular area. Thank you for spending your Saturday with me. I'm sorry we screwed up the show so bad. I take responsibility for that, and hopefully next week we'll have it all fixed up. But, again, Mark at MarkSalem.com. I'll
0: be there for you